Welcome, everybody, to episode 102 of the Dorksman Podcast. I'm Nate, a.k.a. Angry Nate. I'm Joey. And I am Collector Clint. You guys are so boring. Um, and we are joined this week by multi-time guest, very special guest. I will let her introduce herself. Hey, everybody. It's Meg, uh, also known as Mountain Meg, or Meg Soccer, depending on which social or, channel you're on. Or Meh. There it is. Meh. There which it is. was originally coined many, many episodes ago when we talked about summer vacations. In fact, that's the end name of the episode. It's, it's Meh. It's Meh. That's exactly <laughs> right. So go find it. episodes ago, I think. That was yeah. fun. It's, really, it's relevant to this time of year, too, as everybody starts that's to like, figure yeah. out what their comfort levels are with summer vacations and stuff. Oh, well, yeah. I hear that. <laughs> Clint's already been on summer vacation. I've gone. That's I've gone true. to Hawaii. I I'm was in the you. mountains for a wedding this weekend. I'm going to Oregon next weekend. So yeah, I'm fantastic. Yeah, I'm getting Just out. all over the place. It's I'm great. making up for it. Apparently, well, that's I'm good. Though. I mean, because like, of it, things are slowly getting back to normal. Um, yes. So we'll touch on we'll touch on that as we as we get into this week's episode as we get into the to the heart of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but really quickly, let's go through some housekeeping. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram, uh, the underscore dorksman. You can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com. I actually updated the robot email, so you'll you'll see a new robot email if you decide to email us. Um, it, by the way, if you ever go through our send folder, it's very funny. Is it? Because <laughs> there's a whole bunch. Because what happens is we'll get an email, then the auto-response will happen, then we'll get an auto-response that you can't email that email, then the auto-response goes out again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an echo chamber. Yeah, eventually it stops, but yeah. I feel bad because I noticed you were doing a lot of uh, fundraising stuff for you know your stream later on with um, was it Phil? What are you doing with, with Phil? Right? Yeah, in, uh, yep. In August, so I see you're you know hitting up different companies and stuff, and they're emailing us and they're like, "Hey, we'd love to help," and I'm sure they're getting this auto. I think I think it doesn't work if you actually write them first. Okay, good. I think Thank it's you. smart <laughs> enough to know that. I would hate otherwise they'd probably yeah. tell us to f off. They're like, and "Yeah, we're it. in." Yeah, yeah. fix your like, email. No. We're not yeah. checking this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel really bad if people at uh, no, no, Cards no. Against Humanity or, you know, those people would be like, what are these idiots doing? <laughs> and then, you know, if they listen to like half a podcast, they'd realize these guys are genuinely idiots. Yes, we understand <laughs> now. We, that's it's part like, of your charm, it. guys. It's part of your oh, charm. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank Charming you? little idiots. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, as you're listening, if you want to play along, at bing- play along with a bingo, we have our wonderful bingo card at dorksmanbingo.com. As usual, shout out to Andrew Newbeardland for building that for us. And, uh, of course, Larry from the SCS guys for doing the wonderful redirect. Uh, you can find Andrew at the Tor Wine podcast, him and the Newland brothers, the brothers Newland. There it is. Um, on their podcast, uh, Tor Wine. They left us a really nice voice message, or Michael did. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, Michael, for that wonderful, very nice episode 100 voice message. Uh, we are very thankful for you guys' support. And, of course, we'll be in touch over the next few episodes or next i, I next need to go listen episodes. to their most recent one they just did uh the my buddy series with my oh my buddy, gosh really my buddy yeah I really oh, go. that's amazing I that's the listen. best earworm of well, all wonder, ad earworms right? and i wonder kid which sister. one which kid one sister. had which one sister. i don't think anybody had kid sister but i wonder if they all had their own my buddies and oh yeah i, no. I want to hear that, i gotta go listen i always liked how the ads were paralleled though because you'd get oh, my yeah. buddy but then kid sister would follow directly behind so you're just covering all your bases yeah even though they should they should have switched it up instead of having my buddy always go first but yeah, yeah that's yeah. a whole other discussion for if time. it were if it were happening today it yeah, would. yeah. <laughs> anyway who will and, and i guess to continue with that shout out to larry from the sts guys and the totally rad movie podcast make sure you guys are following them and listen to their stuff 
Yeah, you should definitely do that because they're awesome, and they're on like episode three hundred something probably by now. They're 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 not quite to two hundred, but they are on the <laughs> other side of one fifty. And uh, I know I, I think they're going to be talking about the same thing we are. So I actually recommend oh, nice. you listen to us and them and compare notes. <laughs> yes, definitely. But you don't even know what we're talking about yet today. But we'll get there. We will. Um, so just one more thing we want to address, and you listeners, people that have hang, hung out with us over the well, last Nate, Nate, before you do that, yeah. real quick, Cross Streams Media, make sure you guys oh, check yes. them out too. CrossStreamsMedia.com, lots of great stuff there. Everything Nate just mentioned for our podcast is there, along with so many great ones like Burn Appetit, who's been on the show, Three Beers and a Mic, Secondary Heroes, the list goes on. Please check it out. The, was it the, uh... Burt Reynolds and Burt Charles Reynolds. Bronson yeah. Charles podcast. Bronson. Amazing. I always think when they go to Bronson, uh, Missouri on uh, The Simpsons. And, yes. Yeah. Hey, Ma, how about some cookies? <laughs> no dice. This ain't over. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, crossthestreamsmedia.com. Uh, wonderful podcast. They're always growing. There was always something. There will be something for everybody if there is not already something there that interests you. Either that or find better interests because there's such a huge amount of things that you can listen to there. Um, and at CTS Media on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter. But yes, as I was uh, getting to, for people that have listened to us for a very long time, you know that when we first started this podcast, there were four of us. Um, Brian has not been with us for a bit. Um, we're not sure if he's going to be coming back or, you know, we're uh, at this point, we just want to thank him for mm-hmm. all the work that he's done for us, helping us with the logos, helping us come up with this idea from the beginning, uh, all the editing he's done, all the artwork he's done, the prizes and all the stuff that he's donated and he's helped us out with. Um, so we just wanted to give Ryan his shine. He played a huge part in this. He's always going to be one of us uh, forever and ever. Yeah, he's he's stuck with us. So yes, and and Ryan, if and when you hear this, man, come 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 hang out with us. We'll uh, we'll take care of everything. You just come be a guest and laugh like old times when you when you're up to it. But yeah, absolutely, the content, everything from the background to the content, we appreciate it and will not take for granted ever. Thank you, sir. Exactly. Thank you for especially for getting the streaming stuff off the ground between him and Clint. You know, getting that rolling and you know, Dorksman game night and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, get that you know, going that's again. Definitely. That's been a big part of you know since quarantine. You know, part of our our team and what we've been doing. So, thank you for that as well. Yeah, exactly. So, if you guys do see or talk to Ryan, he does stream uh, mm-hmm. on occasion at twitch.tv slash Asian Tony Stark. Uh, you can always follow him on Twitter at Asian Tony Stark uh, to see when he does go live. I know he's popped in a couple of times, did a few Warzone drops here and there. So, if you do see him, say what's up. You know, thank him for his time. If you're a fan of ours, um, you know, support him. Continue to support his stream. Continue to support whatever he decides to do uh going forward as well so thank you ryan we appreciate you yeah but i think Uh, right now he's not he doesn't have a scheduled streaming time because of life but yeah yeah exactly follow social and twitch pop in there yeah so yeah what else we got this week i think that's it for housekeeping i think that's it for housekeeping that's a that's a lot of housekeeping (laughs) it's good though it's It's clean now yeah, house house is clean. <laughs> Looks nice. Um, Everything's so, tidy and organized. Sweet, sweet, sweet. As you guys know, we do love our Ask the Dorksman. We constantly ask you for questions, and we've got some good ones this week. Um, oh, very, boy, very, yeah. oh, boy. Oof. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Some fingers. very detailed questions that are very good. Uh, but our first question this week comes from Matthew uh, mm-hmm. Golden Phoenix on Twitter. I'm not going to attempt to spell his name on Twitter, but we'll... Uh, you'll see the response because uh, Clinton oh, will go ahead and respond yes. to him. Uh, but, but his question 
is more of a paragraph, but we'll get. <laughs> he, he, he was detailed. I have nothing There's wrong with that. There's lots of details. Very good. <laughs> a good question, yeah. Uh, back in 2018, Marvel did a big event that included Infinity Warps. The villain gathered the Infinity Stones and wiped out half of all life by merging it with the other half. This created merged superheroes like Arachnite, Spider-Man and Moon Knight, and others. Uh, what would your warp character be, and what would their new origin story be? Oh, I didn't even hear that last part, the origin story. Like, yeah. just gets, gets adding wrinkles to it and <laughs> yeah. whatnot. Okay, so um, I, I thought about it, and I, I'm kind of taking a twist on something, and I'm using air quotes here, that kind of exists as far as a mashup. And I was thinking about one of the coolest things from the MCU um, that I remembered uh, that jumped out to me, and that was the Hulkbuster suit um, that Tony used. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be cool to have uh, the Hulk with his own um, I, uh, the the terminology's escaping me right now. Somebody help me out with the the nanotechnology that what's the name of that suit that just comes from his skin. Well, you're right about the nanotechnology. Yeah, I think it's, it's just, just a, a nanotech nanosuit. suit. Yeah. yeah, I thought there was some other name for it. Anyway, it'll come is. to me in a minute. Yeah. Um, and I thought it'd be cool for Hulk to have something like that to where all of a sudden he became like a Hulk-Iron Man combo to where Pretty he cool. had, you know, he hulked out and then he could take it one more level and armor himself up um, from that point. Um, and I guess maybe, like I said, I didn't think about the origin story part, but maybe... Um, the Professor Hulk character that we now have could invent something like that to kind of help um, combat some of his, I guess, lack of strength that he kind of lost when he combined the two personalities. So that could be something that he would he could do to try to prevent him from getting in that same situation where Thanos thoroughly whooped his tail uh, <laughs> like he did in the movie. So mm-hmm. that is my yeah. answer. It's a good one. Nice. That's a good answer. Um, this is this is a tough question, and I know I even know that there's coming out with pops and what if now and everything else. So there's a lot going on with this already. I've always been a fan of the X Men, as I know you guys all know, <laughs> and uh, I've always liked Gambit. So I want to see him with somebody. And right now, my thought is to go with Wolverine. I think it'd be kind of neat to see a Cajun Wolverine. Who not only has short range attack with his claws, but can also do long range with his uh, kin- or not kinetic energy, but you know whatever Gambit does. I'm losing the thought of it, but um, the backstory I think would still be interesting because I think you could still do Wolverine's kind of backstory, but then have the beginning of it start you know in Cajun country, if you will, uh, for lack of a better term. Hey, but- I was just there yesterday. <laughs> I bet you were. You're literally in Cajun country. I literally was. Hanging around on Contra Contra. You know, over the Cajun talk. I can't do it. It's much better when they do it. Much more elegant. But anyway, um, I think that'd be my answer. I'd like to see some of the X-Men. And I, I think there'd be some other really cool combinations you could do with that, both for the combinations of, you know, lesser known X-Men to some of the more popular ones or whatever. Anyway, you could do some cool things with it. That's my answer, though. Wolverine, Gambit, we'll call him... Uh, Wolvet. I don't know. Wolvet. <laughs> Gambarine. Yeah, thank you. That's Gambarine. better. I was trying to think of Gambit better, but Gambarine sounds better. I like that. How would All you right. make? Uh, I have three. I actually have seven. 
but uh, I have three that I'll oh, go well. to very briefly. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. three, about three different combinations? Three different combinations, wow, yes. Okay. I actually came up, like I said, with seven different combinations. I'm going to I've narrowed it down to three, but I'll make wow. them very brief so we don't take too long in this. Uh, and mine actually all involve X-Men, Clint, so this is a good segue. Uh, the first also starts with Wolverine, um, but would be a mashup with the Hulk. Uh, I don't know if you'd you know, call him like Weapon Gamma X or something like that. But the origin story there would be that during the Gamma, the Weapon X experiments, they introduced gamma radiation as well. So you get this like hulked out Wolverine with the claws and everything. <laughs> just, just what the Hulk needs, claws. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because he's not already lethal enough. Right. Uh, so I don't know if you call him Hulkarine or Wolva Hulk <laughs> or whatever. Uh, and then the second one would be uh, based on Cyclops. So all of them have some type of like inherent um, uh, mutant energy. Sure. Uh, but then something else is added. So Cyclops, uh, the origin story would be Cyclops with with uh, Iron Man. And this mm. gives him a suit that helps him control and maneuver his powers in a different way. So he could actually like use his laser projections from his eyes and have them channel into his hands or things mm. like that. So the suit yeah. could control his abilities uh, in ways that he couldn't, you know, just with his visor. And then the third and least, uh, the third and last uh, would be Jean Grey. So orienting around her like amazing, awesome power, mm-hmm. um, and then a, a mashup there with Captain Marvel. Um, oh God, so Captain Grey or something like that. But she already has the power she has. She's trying to stop, you know, the Kree Scroll invasion issues, and and ends up in contacting an Infinity Stone uh, or energy from an Infinity Stone and becoming even more powerful. Uh, and and gaining kind of new interesting powers. So you know, it's funny you say. I came up with. You, you mentioned Captain Marvel. I'm thinking of. Uh, I think it's, and I'm bad at this, and I apologize. Rogue got her stuff from Miss Marvel, right? I think so. Okay. Yeah, originally, because like she, I think, yeah, somehow absorbed Miss Marvel's powers, and mm-hmm. so she ended up with the powers of Miss Marvel, but still her absorption yeah. capabilities or however. So she's already kind of kind of meets yep. that criteria. Interesting. Anyway, just thought as yeah. you were talking X Men, good choices. All right, Nate. Are you going to do the Hulk and the Hulk? Yeah, I was, I was going to make a joke and be like, I'll do Mega the Hulk. Hulk. Hulk and She-Hulk together. <laughs> no. They make um, baby Hulk. Yeah, they make a baby Hulk. No, I, I was thinking, I was definitely going to do a Hulk mashup. I was thinking like um, like Hulk and Spider-Man, uh, just because with the Hulk already <laughs> being as strong as he is, him having Spidey sense and agility would would wreck things because you know he's he's already super duper strong and then he wouldn't be able to, to swing from anything he'd be pulling buildings down as <laughs> that's he true it. yeah but not only yeah. that you're combining two of the smartest individuals in the marvel exactly. universe absolutely yeah. exactly yeah. so it's dangerous for for bad guys i guess we could have done bad guys too we all did heroes we could have done someone like it'd be fun to do like modok and like magneto or something nice yeah <laughs> Could you imagine Modok with the cape and like a big old helmet? And... <laughs> That's what he has now. He just wears one. It's a bodysuit, but it's basically a it's helmet. Cause it's so Killmonger great. and Loki. Would oh, be an awesome that'd be a fun mashup. That would oh. be fun. Yeah, uh, giving Killmonger some like uh, mischievous uh, magic yeah. powers. Yep. Oh man, that, oh, would, yeah. that would. I mean, that's like my two favorite villains in the Marvel Universe or the MCU, let me put it that mm-hmm. way. Yep. So that'd They're be great per- to combine those two. They're both very purpose-oriented, too, so I feel like that would work. <laughs> glorious well. purpose There's oriented. either glorious purpose or, like, you know, right-the-world kind of uh, purpose, so it's interesting. Oh, and I did look up the answer. It's Bleeding Edge is the name of the, the technology, the technology. That, that Sony uses. Bleeding okay. Edge? Like blood? Yeah, Bleeding okay, Edge. Make sure, oh, right. Where the mm-hmm. nanoparticles are contained within his body. So I had no Fascinating. idea. Very good. Bleeding Edge Hulkbuster. Nice. Ooh. Yes. Awesome. It sounds cool. Like just the sound of it is uh it's pretty yeah, you awesome. can't you can't call a Hulkbuster the Hulkbuster while the Hulk's wearing it though, can you? 
<laughs> it's kind of like maybe it's just the Buster. <laughs> it's like Inception. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like Clint being Clint on Clint. That's podcast. right. Clint, Clint on Clint. Clint. Clint on Clint action. That's a podcast nobody wants to hear. <laughs> I, I can confirm that because there's 20 episodes of it. Where, where Clint talks about himself for, That's right. for an hour. Um, oh, what is that on Dave Chappelle when he's talking about that guy who wrote his own autobiography and then he does his own? Dave Chappelle, the greatest man on earth. And he talks about how he slept with all these women and was super successful. And, you know, just yeah. Anyway. Right. Amazing. Love yeah. Chappelle's show. Yeah. That's a different episode. Um, Matthew, yeah, thank yeah. you for the question. <laughs> was a great question. Yeah, it was fun. I like that one. Meg well, could he... probably write a thousand-word essay on it, and that's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. So please, Meg, if you do have time, please continue to share those <laughs> other like, ideas you, know, you have. I know. I have to get the four other ideas yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and our Matthew, next question. share yours, buddy. We want to hear it. I responded yes. to your tweet, but I, I really want to awesome. hear what you came up with. Our second question this week comes from our good buddy Manny, a.k.a. Night Bodega. You, you, you have to know. Manny by now if you've hung out with us at all or you interact with us at all I hope he's joined, enjoying that Dahlia yes you won a wonderful one of one Dahlia from the amazing Christina from Custom C Custom Pops CC uh, CC Custom Pops so yes Manny we hope you're enjoying that his question is are there any movies you wish that continued on to a sequel did not get one but hinted at one he would like to see sequels made on World War Z and Alita Battle Angel. I can Alita. definitely agree with him on the World War Z. Not so much on the Alita Battle you Angel. You know, I was just going to say, I think Alita has a fan base, though, that it would actually do well if they did it right. I feel mm-hmm. like they could even justify some of the flaws that were in the first movie if they did that. It wasn't a bad movie. It's just not a movie that I was hankering for more at the end, if that makes sense. But but there are people that are, and I, I would. Yes, I'm I with understand you. that I'm, too. I'm with you though. I, I, I was like, okay, I get it. But it would be they did leave it kind of wide open. You know what I mean? So I get why he'd ask, why he put that in there. So I'm gonna give kind of an odd answer. So I'm gonna answer the movie that I absolutely would love to see a sequel to. But I also never want them to make that sequel. <laughs> um, and that's Shawshank Redemption. It's mm. one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I think at the end, I think just as a person that was rooting for uh, those characters throughout the movie to to get free, to have a, another start and all that, I, I think when we saw that end, when they met, on the beach, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> or 1996 or whatever. How right. dare you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What a jerk I am. Um, I think just naturally as a, a, a person who loved that movie and has seen it countless times, you just wanted more, right? You just wanted to see, okay, well, what do these two guys get up to? Do they just, you know, drink margaritas all day and then go take their boat out? Have they started taking, you know, people out on boat tours or stuff? Did they, did they get married to, you know, did they have kids? All that kind of stuff. But then, like I said, the flip side of that is it was such a perfect movie. And it really was, even though it's an ending that left you wanting to know more of their story, it is just a perfect end mm-hmm. where they come together, these two guys that had bonded through this horrible experience and come out the other end, you know, like Andy did, you know, from, from the sewage pipe. Um, I think it's still a perfect ending, you know, in what it is. So that's my answer. Um, 
That was based on a Stephen King book, right? It was a short story. It was a short named story. after some older actress that they had the poster for sure. at one point. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. Uh, but the point is, it, it it doesn't matter. But my point is, there wasn't like a second story written by Stephen King at all that you're aware of. Not that I know of, but while okay. you talk, I'm going to go and look that up so I don't feel I, like an idiot. You're going to Google it? Oh. I feel like we would have heard about it if, I feel uh, like, if there I was. Mean, yeah. Well, yeah. and so I'm going to – I'll go. Um, Joey – actually preface that perfectly by saying it's something I want to see but not at the same time and my example for that is Anchorman Anchorman <laughs> by itself is such yeah. a wonderful movie that yes. it, first of all you even I don't think even if you made a sequel the next year it could have stood up to it but they waited how long and the second one I actually and I've said this before I think would be much better or at least perceived better if there wasn't the first but the first mm-hmm. was so damn good and so funny that the second one had no chance to begin with, and the fact that they waited, you know, like ten years or whatever, it was just done for to start out with. With that said, though, my movie is also similar to that, and I think they'd left it on this and never went through. I would love to see another old school. Uh, mm. You know, they left it <laughs> wide open with Frank the Tank still part of the fraternity yeah. along with right. those other guys. Uh, it's not like they couldn't bring Vince Vaughn and, and Luke Wilson's characters back into it. Um, but I, like Joey said, I don't want to see it because I want to see what happened next or what they do with the fraternity or whatever the case is. But would it be as funny? No. Would it be as good? No. Even if it was the best movie ever, it just can't be. So that's the one that popped in my head first. So that's my answer. But damn, what what it could have been, right? Anyway, Meg, how about you? Yeah, it's uh, same as both of you guys. Like there are things that I want to know how they worked out but i also like don't want to ever have them make it because it'll never be exactly probably what i'd want to see or would expect uh so the, i had two movies that kind of fit this thread the first was um almost famous mm-hmm. um just because mm-hmm. i love that ends at like the perfect moment uh, but it is kind of the jumping off point for a few different characters sure. um the the most curious of which i'd be would be around uh, penny lane and just kind of like what track her life took after that so it'd be fun to see like a penny lane specific you know uh, sequel um, but I also love how it ended and I think everybody was in the place they were supposed to be in by the end of that, that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of enjoy just not knowing. So it's tough. Um, and then the other one would be fried green tomatoes. Um, just cause that's like one of my all time favorite movies. And I'd love to see specifically a sequel around the intermittent or intervening years of, uh, of Iggy Redgood and like what she ended up doing, um, you know, after, uh, Ruth and everything. So uh, you know, because it's interesting that the movie itself sort of strongly hints that the main character is Iggy, whereas in the book it's actually it's kind of different. So I'd be interested as well to see if there was ever something going on, um, you know, with her where we could actually see the course that she took to become this older version of herself or not. But I just love that movie. I just want anything I can get out of those characters. So I'd, I'd take anything. But I also love how it ended at the same time. Interesting yeah. factoid. That is one of my favorite movies as well and i I know it seems kind of odd and it was like when i was much younger too as far as like i was like flipping through the channels you know how that stuff comes on tnt or tbs 47 times and you're Mm -hmm. like hey what's this and you start watching it and it's like it it doesn't seem like a movie like if you know me that i should like because it it just doesn't kind (laughs) of it's no shawshank redemption right it doesn't kind of fall into my categories of movies i like but there's just something about it there's just that that story about those main characters and I guess it's just it's that relationship between them and maybe it's the southern town thing too that but I've I've seen it several times like it would be mm-hmm. one of those mm-hmm. things like Shawshank if I'd see it on TNT or TBS or AMC whatever be like 
I'm going to stop and watch this. <laughs> like, you never set out. You never say, hmm, I think I'm going right. to watch Shawshank today. It's like, I'm flipping through the channels. Hey, Shawshank's on. I'm going to pick it up 45 minutes in and be perfectly fine. That's absolutely true. And both of those were on the, like, TBS TNT circuit mm-hmm. for a long mm-hmm. time. In fact, so I think the they same still way. are. <laughs> I've seen at least half of it many, many times. And then well, it's just, the full thing yeah. sometimes. And that just goes to show you a good story is, is you know, a good story, regardless of what you like or what you think. Um, yep. You know, my wife likes... Uh, little off topic but she likes life is beautiful which is a movie completely dubbed or not dubbed um it's all subtitles it's it's italian but it's uh it's a fantastic movie i love Mm -hmm. it you know so kind of the same thing it's it's about more of the story and you know a good story is a good story right no matter if it's a you know what genre it falls into it's right it's a good story right right um speaking of shawshank uh i couldn't think of it earlier but it was rita hayworth and the shawshank redemption is the Mm -hmm. name of the short Mm -hmm. story it's based on and the only thing i could find was apparently sometime in the early 2000s there was some talk about doing some sort of sequel to it Hmm. um that just never got off the ground and and to be honest with you i'm kind of glad it didn't i was gonna say the same thing the only thing I, i think i would be okay with is if one of the streaming services would just do a one and done season and just, I was just expand, that, right? expand on the story, give us a little bit more than what we saw. Although the movie technically is an expansion on the short story. Right. Um, so they could fill in some other other gaps and, and stuff like that. But I wouldn't want to see it just continue on and on and on and on. But you wouldn't want to see it now since it's now 25 years later. The actresses and actors in that movie have now progressed. Right. You know, they, it wouldn't feel the same, I don't think. But... You know it would be interesting if they would do it and Tim Robbins would play the warden? Huh? Ooh, he, he comes back as the warden? That would be well, awesome. not like, not Andy's the warden, but like he, oh, but he his, plays like his that right. character, the, the yeah. character, that the, character that the other actor did. Because I think that guy passed away. I'll have to Google it, but I'm pretty sure he passed away. I'm, yeah. Fair enough. All right. Anyway, sorry, Nate. I know we keep interrupting and changing topics, but it is your turn if you would like to uh, is it, <laughs> share. Does it need to be? Does it need it to does. Speak? It does. No, I hate okay, you guys. Whatever. I quit. We're an equal opportunity podcast. As Are we, we give actually? you equal opportunity to talk. Do we? Do we, though? I mean. Um, <laughs> he's still alive. Bob Gunton oh, no is way. his name. That, that's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah, let's <laughs> do it. Best news I've heard today. Gonna, Call a director that can fund this, and let's do it. Um. Do we have any? Do we have any friends that are directors that we can just call? I mean, I could like, direct people, but otherwise, right? No. <laughs> All right. Um, I, there's two in my mind that I'm still dying for sequels for. Uh, number one would have to be District Nine. I've hmm. been waiting a very long time for a sequel to that. Hmm. I know they've hinted at it previously. There were talks about it, and then there was a lot of really cool fan like fan made stuff that people were were hinting towards. Uh, getting that done and then it just kind of faded away and i think it might be might be a little bit past its prime now and a little bit yeah. past its time unfortunately uh, i don't think it'll be as popular as it could have been you know years ago when it was uh when, when the movie was first released so that's unfortunate because the movie was 2009 i'm just looking at it right that now sounds, it sounds, yeah. Yeah, well so. it, it sounds like they occupied peter jackson by asking him for king kong about then so yes um terrible terrible yeah. trade-off terrible yeah trade-off. Um, and the other one that I was I've, I would have loved to see a sequel for would be uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, the oh, Brad Pitt, Angelina nice. Jolie movie. Um, that's one. I was gonna say, aren't they doing a oh, remake it a of it? Is oh, it a okay. remake or a reboot? yeah? I think it's ooh, it, well, it's got uh, um, Donald Glover in it playing mm-hmm. Mr. Smith, and then Mrs. Smith is uh, Phoebe. Well, the Phoebe actress Waller-Bridge. from Fle- 
Yeah, the uh, actress from Fleabag. Mm. So okay. I'm very interested well, to see those two together. That'll, that'll well. be a very interesting combination. Not saying a bad one, just very. I wouldn't have put them together. So oh, it's going to be a, a TV series on Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like that's, that's got to be more of a reboot than a yeah, than a remake. Than a remake, yeah. Cool. Well, there we go. I, I guess I will get my fill of Mr. and Mrs. Smith in 2022. It looks like. Excellent. Um, one I wanted to mention real quick. I know if you listen, you might be surprised I didn't mention Wayne's World. Um, <laughs> I always wanted to see a, like a third one just kind of wrap things up and get a saga like so many others. But at the same time, I mean, we've all seen the, the Hulu commercials. Or not Hulu, uh, Uber Eats commercials. Yeah. And, With uh, Cardi B? Uh, among others, yes. And uh, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. <laughs> no, I don't no. think so. We're past that. Yeah, We're that, past that, that moment, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> Anyway, Manny, excellent question. Uh, he answered, so we don't have to ask him, but always appreciate the questions from you and from everybody. We still have the queue. It hasn't gone away. I know we, we kind of haven't done it a couple weeks, but the Ask the Dorksman is alive and well, so please keep the questions coming. Yes, please do. We like your questions. Some of them, we like some more than others. <laughs> uh, by the way, I I'm, I was very happy with how the Dorky Hundo came out asking those questions live. Uh, yeah, not only that was were there a lot of fun. great questions, but there yeah. was an abundance of them, and we didn't get to answer all of them. So if you still have any of those questions, please ask us, and we'll get in the queue if we didn't already, just because they were good. And uh, you know, unfortunately, we didn't slot three hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> we should have. We, we nah. could do easily do like a six hour live stream. Of That's <laughs> ask the Dorks. Let's do it. Let's do a stream. For extra life, where we just answer questions for six hours straight. <laughs> Let's do Perfect. it. Let's book it in. Let's book it in. I think that'd be great. You guys, and then if we get long questions, we can unveil your shoe podcast with Av and go from there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but this week, our actual topic, very movie related. Uh, we want to sit down and talk about Black Widow. So before we get too far into it, please be aware this will be spoiler filled mm-hmm. the four of us have watched the movie multiple times well some of us have more more times <laughs> yes. than others but it will be a spoiler filled episode so if you have not yet watched the movie please pause the episode come back after you watch the movie because it was absolutely worth watching it's a really fun movie i had a great time with it mm-hmm. um, but before we even get into that i want to talk a bit about the somewhat past covid updated movie experience because uh, i know that clint uh joey and myself we both went to different movie theaters uh this week i went twice actually i went to see fast nine as well as uh oh, black yeah, widow that's right. That's right. so sorry you know <laughs> that's that's for a different podcast or we can argue about that separately on, on another and episode. you guys should because i want we hear. should yeah, yeah get, we, get a couple other people please get that on there. yeah you know there's on a tape there's a name for people that like to subject themselves to punishment like that. But again, time for another podcast. Time for another podcast. So, you, by the way, Nate, you said post-COVID. You phrased it better when we were talking earlier when yes. you said the uh, tail end of COVID. The tail end better. of COVID. So it's not, we're not past COVID yet. Keep washing your hands. Keep wearing masks. Yeah, please keep <laughs> snorting into the microphone. Um, <laughs> but yes, on the tail end of COVID... How, how was your guys' experience with, with the theater? Um, so I had been twice before this. One time was in the middle. I don't want to say it was in the middle of the height of the quarantine, but it was when movie theaters kind of and some of the businesses kind of started to open back up. It's when Tenet 
came mm, out. I know right. we've talked about this before, so I won't talk about that for very long. But Guar and I went and saw Tenet when it first came out at the movie theater. We were literally the only two people in the movie theater. So felt pretty safe in that particular situation. Mm-hmm. Um, went and saw Fast 9 because apparently I'm a glutton for punishment as well. Last week <laughs> uh, in a different theater, the one in the town where Maguire lives and is going to be going to college. Um, and it was, it was I'm not going to say like super packed crowded, but it was no real restrictions. They did have a thing in place where you weren't supposed to uh, get your seat choice with more worth with less than one seat. In other words, you're supposed to have one seat between each particular different group. Um, but people really weren't enforcing that. Mm. We, when we went to my daughter and I went to black widow, the early bird show at like 10 50 Friday morning. So there wasn't a whole lot of people. So I don't think they had the restrictions in place that they had when we went and saw tenant at that theater. In other words, when we went and saw tenant on the screen where you have to select what seat you want, it had spots that you couldn't select. Like those were the dedicated spots. Nobody's going to sit here. We'll make sure there'll be a gap in between people. Yeah. And they didn't have that. Like the screen, everything was wide open. Like all of them were green to purchase, except for the ones that had already been marked as already purchased. purchased. Right. Right. So I think all that's pretty much gone. Now they did still have signs up saying that they were, you know, still cleaning and they actually had hand sanitizer stations. They actually had stations with, uh, wipes that you could get, you know, with a sign that said, Hey, we clean every seat afterwards, but if you want to clean your seat, you can. Um, so they still did have some stuff in place, but for the most part, besides that signage and probably extra cleaning on that part, I'd say it's pretty much back to normal. So I same experience. I was actually really annoyed because I went with my father-in-law, uh, let's see about four hours ago. And he, uh, the people, there's this big family that sat right next to him, and it is assigned seating. I'm like, guys, we not learned anything. Like, the yeah. theater was right. not full enough that we needed to sit in each other's laps like we like we did previously for many right. premieres. Like, you can put a seat in, and I mean, even if you don't, even if you think COVID is a fake thing, which a whole other topic, but <laughs> um, you should still have the considerate nature to put a seat in between you guys if if i mean it's not like it was that full like i said you can there was no problem doing that and if you if not don't take that seat you know what i mean like right. look somewhere else because it's not Have we learn nothing like, that's yeah. exactly my point like <laughs> i'm not i'm not saying you're contaminated i'm saying right. no of course not yeah. i'm saying let's just be considerate of other people right and leave a space like right. my father-in-law and i can hang out because we hang out we can sit next to each other but i didn't need to hang out next to the next family you know yeah i see the way we're fine so my my point is, despite the movie theater no longer enforcing anything, if you're listening to this, just keep that in mind, please. Now, if you know, I'm not sure what the next big movie is going to be that comes out, but next summer there'll be something huge, and yeah, it'll be full. Fine, you know. I mean, if that's all that's available, that's one thing. But if it's not, leave a goddamn seat in front of me. It's, it's fine anyway. <laughs> um, but the, it was nice to be back in the movie. Last time I went to the movie was March 5th, 2020, for Onward. I did see that in theaters. I was one of those three people that did, <laughs> and. Um, you know, it was um, it was it was nice to be back. The sound, the the, the feeling, the seats, um, even the smell of popcorn was was something you didn't realize you missed till you, till you smelled it again. So um, it's nice to get back to the movies. I look forward to not taking eighteen months before the next time, um, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, for me, the so I saw Fast Nine in so all our theaters now are basically assigned seating. So the first one I saw was Fast Nine this week. And they're still blocking seats out. So the theater Excellent. wasn't super busy when we went. 
we went like on a week weekday night, so it wasn't super packed. Uh, but even if it was, we we still had blocked out seats all around us. Uh, they didn't have all the food available, so before you could order like burgers and you know chicken chicken strips and like all this other stuff, like pizza whatever. They only had popcorn and other prepackaged stuff like popcorn and nachos and just very simple foods. And they still had the self-serve, like they've got the self-serve soda machines, those awesome Coke ones where you can mix and match all the mm-hmm. flavors and stuff. So they still had that, but again, it was mixed apart. It was like they would only have like half of them open or whatever. So they were still very, very cautious about making sure that people were socially distanced. They said, wear a mask if you can. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously if you're eating, you're getting popcorn and whatnot, you're not going to wear a mask while you're, you know, watching the movie. But they encourage people to, when you're going into your seat, when you're leaving your seat, please put your mask on. Everybody was still wearing a mask. Everybody was still very respectful of that. Uh, so we went to see Black Widow on Friday, and we went to where do we, go? we went to the VIP theater. So the VIP, VIP theater is 19 plus because they serve alcohol. They serve uh, food right to your seat. Really, really, really cool uh, service. I loved it. It was our first time going to the new one. So we went to the new one. It was really good. There was tons of staff, way more staff than needed to be. We were constantly greeted. It was, I just, I keep forgetting that I'm wearing a mask. So I'm smiling and nodding. And it's like, wait a second, they can't see me. But (laughs) they were, you know, everyone was super, super friendly. Again, spaced out. We kept our masks on. We ordered food. We waited till our food was brought to us. And then we took our masks off. So just being a bit considerate because those people are, you know, they're, they're working still. COVID's still a thing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we're trying to do our part still. Uh, again, seats were blocked off, so we had a full two seats next to us on our left and a full two seats next to us on the right. Uh, seats behind us, there was enough space to fully recline, so I had no worry if someone was sitting directly behind me. And again, the theater wasn't full, and even if it was full, there was plenty of space in between people because they're blocking out seats. So it was great. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to do it again. It costs a bit more, but you know, it's worth it because there's no kids and there's just no pesky teenagers and I get to, to eat and, and, and enjoy a movie in peace. So that was a, it's a good experience. All in all, 10 out of 10 experience would do again. Great. Yeah. So but Meg, you didn't watch it in the theater, did you? Meh, did not watch it in the theater. No, I watched it a couple of times uh, at home uh, from the comfort of my own chair on Disney plus uh, with the premier access pass or whatever. This is actually the first movie I've been willing to do that for. Mm. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm holding out on, Cruella and some of the others until they're released for for free with Smart. your you know Disney Plus access. Right. But this one I have waited years to see, like literally, literally, so, literally years. I was like I'm not waiting any longer. Yeah. Uh, it, and so I so enjoyed my own was, popcorn. It was a one time fee of thirty bucks, right? Yep, one time fee of thirty bucks, and then you have access to it as long as you have a Disney Plus account okay. uh, that is active. Cool, awesome. So even if in theory this would never happen, but like let's say they took it off of access for standard folks, you would still have access to that movie for as long as you oh. own your account. So so hypothetically, just to put it in like another, so if Mulan, somebody paid for Mulan, yep, it's it's on now. I know right now it's on for everybody, but if they take it off Disney Plus, whoever subscribed to it would still get it. Yep, that's my understanding. Oh, is anybody with okay. the premiere access owns owns the movie, quote unquote, for sure. as long as you own sure. a Disney Plus, uh, you know, subscription. Okay, interesting. So. I, even better, I guess. But yeah. well, it makes it makes sense. I mean, you know, I went with my father in law, so it's two of us. Uh, I know Joey says that he went with his daughter. Nate, I'm guessing, went with his wife. So that's just mm-hmm. two people. But if you're doing a whole family of four, mm-hmm. plus snacks, plus 
you know, everything else that goes into a movie enjoying yep. experience, it was probably cheaper to go that route than it would have used if you actually went to the theater. Because did your kids watch it? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're not, we're not there yet. <laughs> it's probably yeah. smart. Now I, I realize that is halfway is talking about it, but okay. No, but no. still, but still, and then you can watch it whenever you want and watch it yeah. again. Yeah. Well, and that's my perspective. I was going to watch it at least three or four times before the free access came about. And if sure. you think about a per watch cost, even for a single Absolutely. individual, I've already, I've already reached it after the two that I've seen, if I were to go see it in like one of the theaters around here. So, um, so I'm I'm happy with my decision. It's great, and that means I get to talk to you guys today too. So that's good. Right, that's the real reason you did it. We know, <laughs> of course, of course. Amazing. Well, well, let's uh, let's talk about the movie, shall we? Yes, absolutely. So, Meg, since you've seen it twice, I'm curious. I'm, I'm guessing that means you like it, first of all. Yes, yes, okay. I do like it, and okay. um, I I'll preface that by saying I. Uh, I like have liked all the shows, every episode of all the shows that they've done recently on Disney Plus for Marvel. I'm just a huge Marvel fan, so it, I can recognize that there are some flaws in plot sure. points or sure. storyline or you know dialogue, things like that. But I just love getting new, like any new content for Marvel is good for me. So I was very excited to see this. By the and way, I, Meg, go ahead, yeah. Meg's saying this while she's wearing her Avengers hat, so I, I'm <laughs> guessing she's a fan. You know, I did wear a hat today just in case everyone was wearing a hat. Too. Um, just FYI for the Clint messed it up. <laughs> My bad. Clint, for those keeping track at home. to see if there's anything around. I'm trying to find um, a sorter, yeah. <laughs> but for me, um, I was I was really interested. I don't I hadn't put a lot of thought, even though literally we've known about this movie for like a couple of years. I hadn't put mm. a lot of thought into where the time frame would be for the movie. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, mm-hmm. I was thinking it was going to be kind of pre Avengers stuff. Like I, I just couldn't place it in my mind as, mm. as to exactly when we were going to get it. So I loved the time frame that this was in, like us getting to finally see like why is she blonde? Where did that cool vest come from? Like what (laughs) happened here? That was such a nice like plot hole. I didn't know I want wanted to be filled that Mm. was filled with this movie. And it was this great like one-off story that can exist on its own. I really enjoyed the characters. Um, Elena was like one of my new favorite characters Mm. in the MCU after Mm. that movie. So Mm. it was just like a good time. I loved the action. I loved, I mean, some, some parts I felt like dragged on a little too long, but um, other than that, I just, it was just a, a great time. And I was so, ready to watch it again the moment I turned it off. So in case anybody who is listening to this doesn't see the movie, it begins in the 90, 1990 when they're little, when they're little girls, basically. They're, they're yeah. this family, and I, I won't get into the plot yet. But um, the majority of the movie takes place basically between Civil War, so Captain America 3, and Avengers and, um, excuse me, Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah. Infinity yes. War, yeah. Yeah, so just cool. in case anybody isn't clear on that, who... You shouldn't be listening to this anyway if you haven't seen it because we're just going to spoil the hell out of it in a minute. But um, just to be clear on that, boom. Yep, that's helpful. So, um, you know what? I'm just going to start out with a complaint. Ooh. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll we'll get better from there. Um, and that's this fine. Is, I got plenty of hot takes to this follow you. I can't take. wait. I love this it. Is, this, is, <laughs> this is something you're going to be, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised I'm complaining about. Um, especially at the beginning, there were too many ass shots. What? There were too many shots of Scarlett Johansson's butt, right. and the all and, and again, I'm not compl- I'm not complaining in a sense that I Sounds didn't like, like it, but it's uh, like it's not necessary. Complain. One reason I liked Wonder Woman is yeah. Wonder Woman did not focus on the sexuality. Mm. Even Scarlett Johansson has complained at the beginning that they put too much sexuality on Black Widow. Oh yeah, right. but Iron then Man they go too. about she's yeah, like a, yeah, she's like a caricature. And I, and I and I get and I I get it. And yeah. I want to take the movie seriously, but when you have so many shots of her ass, and it's plain as day obvious what they're doing, it kind of takes away from it for me. So, again, I'm not complaining at the visual, but I'm complaining about the concept. 
because it wasn't necessary. They don't do the same thing to dudes. Thank God David Harbour's ass wasn't in my face the whole time. <laughs> I know? mean, we did get some underwear shots when he was pulling well, on the outfit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, when he's putting the yeah. red But it wasn't in your face, and it wasn't no, like, it. look at I this. It. Like, it's... <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't even notice that same. aspect of it. That Good. aspect. Yes. Yes, I think they do because of the outfit she wears, although I don't think it's as bad as Scarlet Witch. I think they definitely, early on, especially for her, I don't think so much in her series that she had, I think they kind of overplayed uh, that aspect of it. Um, hmm. But I didn't really get that part. I had, No, I had, I, it, it was something I was looking for, too. I'm not going to lie to you. You were looking for her butt? Well, I was looking for them to do that. That's something I've always... I mean, even from that Avengers cover where everybody's facing forward, know, except Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. yeah. You know, Johansson like, that. it's all... Yeah, exactly. I did like the part that they kept doing where... Elena was making fun of her superhero pose that yes. she had to do, especially the scene in like it was like in a gas station or a convenience store or yeah. something where she yeah. was making fun so, like, of the pose. You do this and then you then you do the hair flip, you know, yes. and then you're, you're like yeah. pose, you're such a poser. And I was like, oh my god, I love you. You're my favorite. It was, and then she did it herself, and she was yeah. like, oh no, yeah. 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 Like, I can't stand myself for having done that now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel well, like it, well, and it, one thing to and that's something to know is Marvel actually brought humor into it like they do all their movies so it was nice to have that aspect right. back yeah you know like yep. yeah. as serious as their movies can be mm-hmm. they still like this one gave me very very strong winter soldier vibes agreed where mm-hmm. it was more nate and i talked about this a little bit offline don't yell at us clint um about <laughs> we're how prepared. We're prepared. <laughs> it felt like a spy thriller action movie more than a marvel superhero action movie which well it had you know, to I said fell a lot in line with, with kind of the Winter Soldier part, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not my favorite type of Marvel movie. No. Which is why it probably won't crack, like, top ten mm-hmm. Marvel movies for me. Just mm-hmm. because, again, I like more of the Thor Ragnarok or sure. Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, that type of thing. Sure. It wasn't a bad movie. I don't regret going to see it. No. Um, it's not like... If we did a Marvel marathon again one year, I wouldn't skip it. Be like, oh, this is awful. I'm going to skip it. You know, I would watch it again as part of it. It just wasn't my Marvel cup of tea, if that makes no. sense. No, well, and it, it, you brought up a good point. This is kind of like Winter Soldier. This this didn't involve superpowers. There were no yeah. real superpowers mm-hmm. like there are in many other Marvel films. This yeah, the closest strictly... thing was Red Guardian. Yeah, with right. the yeah. super soldier, soldier right. serum. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it wasn't about him. So, right, But everybody right. else, I mean, even, you know, whatever the case is, it wasn't about... And I, I agree with you. I felt like it was Winter Soldier, which is, I think, one of the better Marvel movies out there. I mean, not that they're bad ones, but one of the better mm-hmm. ones. And like Jason Bourne. Yes, mm-hmm. I said, I, I'd said that to either Nate or McGuire. I made yeah. the Jason Bourne connection. Yep. Very Mission Impossible like. Yeah, um, that's for for what it yep. was, and mm-hmm. right down to the face mask and the yeah. you know, and then how that's that was a very big reveal. And I think Mission Impossible too. There's like oh, they've got these digital fit, you know, and that was really cool then. And it was it was still a cool moment now, even though. It was predictable in a sense because yes. you knew that like mom wasn't gonna do her family dirty. Like you knew mom yeah. wasn't gonna do that, but you're like, when? What's the reveal gonna be? And you're still, you're still. I still enjoyed that reveal, and I still, I still liked what they did with it. Um, but yeah, like, like like Joe and I talked about offline. This had a big Winter Soldier vibes for me, which I really like. Winter Soldier is, I would say, my favorite Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Out of the entire MCU, so I think this this is why I would rank this one quite high in my. If I had to rank my Marvel movies, this would be 
uh, Black Widow would be up there uh, in terms of, of movies for me uh, that I enjoyed that I would watch again before other ones. I don't think there's any that I would skip other than the Thor Dark World. I think would be the only one that I would skip. Skip. Yeah. You know, I might go back and watch it now with Loki. Just thinking some right. of the things just that happened, just, just to, to see it. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, there's just so many like. And Clint, we talked briefly about this before we mm-hmm. got on the air here too. Was you just watched this movie, so you didn't really have time to to process some of the details mm-hmm. that won into everything that Black Widow had. And Meg, you touched on that a little bit as well about some of those details, like in Infinity War, you see she's wearing uh, Natasha's wearing Mom's Black Widow suit, and she's wearing Yelena's vest, and you know she was gifted both those things in Black Widow, and going back to the first Avengers movie, uh, Loki even says to Natasha when he's listing off the sins, like Natasha's ledger, he actually says Drakoff's daughter. And that was the first Avengers movie. Yeah. So they've had a plan since then that they were gonna, if they ever did a black widow movie, this would all make sense. And it finally did. And that blew my mind that they had so much continuity, even for something so little, um, to be able to tie it into to the bigger story. Before you yeah. go on, I have to ask this question. This is to Meg first. Okay. Thoughts on Taskmaster? Um, I so I don't have a lot of history with Taskmaster, so I think I was I really liked uh, the plot twist there, and I also like the layers of the onion of like Drakov's daughter. That quote with Loki being like, mm-hmm. "Oh, they're clearly talking about Natasha because she was raised in his program and the Red Room and all that," and they're like, "Oh wait." He could have been literally talking about Drakov's daughter mm-hmm. in this movie. So I, I, I didn't have any particular uh, backstory that I was expecting from from that character. So I gotcha. really liked it being his daughter. And I liked the way that things played out in the end. Um, I can see how folks who have background or, or an affinity for that character might not be as keen on it being somebody totally different. And the, well, like, the gender swap and some of that stuff. And that's crazy. Because, yeah, I mean, not even the gender, just the whole story. Because yeah, the I, I, I wanted to do, Fair. that's one thing I did get some time to do was kind of do a backstory on Taskmaster. And, you know, he's just always been kind of a an asshole yeah. <laughs> in a sense. And, <laughs> and always captured, you know, always had this photographic... Um, kind of 3D memory, if you will, to always be able to mimic whatever he, he needed to mimic. And that that's a neat idea. Kind of a superpower, kind of not, depending on who you ask. But um, I know, we all know fanboys, let's face it. And I know that's probably going to be a gripe, is how, you know, not only did you not give the characters right origin or even the right person, you didn't even get the right gender. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I always thought, I wondered about that, how people would react to that. I'm, I'm interested to see what it says. But I'm with you. I, I actually didn't mind it. I have no background in Taskmaster, except for, like, there's a glow-in-the-dark Funko Pop. That's about all I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was cool. I, I, I uh, you know, spoiler alert, again, Taskmaster didn't die. So the person mm-hmm. that plays, or the character, is still alive. It's just no longer under the hypnotic spell of uh, the Red Room. So I'm wondering if they're going to elaborate on that in any way shape or form in the future yeah and i mean i'm sorry oh i was just gonna just to tail end off of that too Uh, while they changed the character i like that they kept the mimic uh quality Mm -hmm. and i love Mm -hmm. the moments we get of like cap shield and and hawkeye's arrows and spider-man flips and obviously totally mimicking black widow's moves like there Mm -hmm. were so many moments of mimicry of like our key avengers heroes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i think they did pull those elements in really well even though the character is very different in the backstory yeah did the he did the the kick flip with the shield like bucky um he he had the black panther claws yeah the black panther claws Claws are awesome 
the knife, so the, the Bucky knife when oh, yeah, he the flips toss. the knife. Yep. Yeah. Oh, see, so I many didn't... really cool like moments. scene for scene. Some of those, those like they yes. pulled out almost every character and mm-hmm. had some awesome. reference point. Okay. Here is my take on it, and and this is going to tie in something I was going to say earlier. So first of all, I had no background on who Taskmaster was going into it, and I did that on purpose when they first started previewing Black Widow. You know, when it was supposed to come out, what? T- yeah. A year ago now Years or whatever. Ago, yeah, yeah. Um, I purposefully didn't go look up anything about Taskmaster's background in the fear that it would give away some kind of surprise in the movie. Right? So I wanted to go into it fresh. Yeah. I didn't have a background on it. I'm not a big comic reader on Marvel. I'm pretty much, you know, TV shows, cartoons, and mm-hmm. movies. So I was perfectly fine with it because, again, I had no background on it. Um, my other thing that I guess is a complaint or a hot take I really think, looking back at both of them now, Black Widow should have been the Disney Plus series and Captain America, or excuse me, hmm. uh, Falcon and the Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier. Right. should have been the movie. Yeah, I feel like they stretched out, and we talked about this on that podcast, they stretched that one out too much, so I'm not going to talk about that, but I felt Black Widow could have benefited from a six-episode Loki type setup yeah. Oh, yeah. one yeah. and done season get the or even not a one and done season like if you want to explore elena or taskmaster mm-hmm. now you can do it in a second and a third season you don't have to have natasha's character back obviously you could bring her back for some cameos and flashbacks whatever you mm-hmm. want to do marvel mm-hmm. but i think it would have benefited <laughs> way more from an expansion i think there was more taskmaster that we could have gotten to both backstory like hey what happened between her blowing up and her all of a sudden being this trained assassin like yeah. i'm sure there's some yeah. middle ground you could have covered in almost an episode of a series or at least like um, half an episode before the finale or something like that right. i agree completely and with the you. relationship thing like so first of all the movie presents itself like hey these four characters are a family like they are a biological family and then you find out later that none of them were biologically related right. the husband and wife were just put together because they happened to be part of the the scheme and all that kind of good stuff and these two girls were just taken as they would normally be used in the red room etc cetera, etc cetera. and then it's like all of a sudden they're like a real family like i get it like that's a typical movie or tv sh- you know, mm-hmm. trope that, mm-hmm. you know, they're all going to, everything's going to come together by the end of the show. Mm-hmm. I just think that was something that could have definitely benefited from a TV series format, long form where you could have expanded on that and showed the struggle of them trying to accept each other and these new roles that they have with each other. And I think it would have made a lot of the end play out better instead of it feeling kind of rushed like I felt it was with this family dynamic coming back together. Especially Elena and, and Natasha. I, I wonder think that's a great dynamic that mm-hmm. I think should have been expanded even more. But again it's a two hour and fifteen minute movie, so you can't really expand on that in that kind of time frame when you have all this other stuff to get to. So do you think and this is I, I first of all I 100% agree with you. I, 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 no notes on that part. But I'm wondering if they did it as the movie, and this goes back to my ass thing, if it was because they needed, Marvel needed a female led character movie, i.e., Wonder Woman, to get out there. You know what they I mean? They had already done Captain Marvel, though. Good point. Very good point. I, That's and true. It, yeah, right. Yeah. True. I'm just, I, so, Joey, I need you to call uh, Kevin, you know. <laughs> yes. And let Please him call know. Kevin Feige. And yeah. Look here, Feige. What's going? Yeah, like Feige. It wasn't bad, but I think it would. And I, I agree with you. It would have been cool to see, like the montage even of had Taskmaster 
being blown up to getting to that point look, or seeing more know, of the dynamic. I get it. I agree. I know I'm jumping the gun here to go to the end credit scene. Um, but obviously in the end credit scene, um, so Elena goes to visit Natasha's grave. She, it's a very touching moment. And then all of a sudden Valentina shows up <laughs> coughing, sneezing, having allergy issues, which to me ruined the whole moment. Nate and I talked about that offline as well. So we can talk about that more if y'all want to. Mm. And then of course there's the big reveal that, oh, Clint Barton Hawkeye is quote unquote responsible for Natasha's death. I thought that was dumb as well. Um, But obviously, and I could be wrong, but it seems to me like they're setting it up for the Hawkeye series that's coming to Disney Plus. And possibly having, if not as a main character, at least to show up Elena in that Hawkeye series. I could be dead wrong about that. You're not. But I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, to me, it could have been. Yeah. It could have been played a little bit, a little bit differently. I, I, I just didn't care for that scene. I loved it up until the point. Like Nate and I were talking, we kept waiting for the whistle back. Yes, um, when she when she whistled, I was like, everybody shut up. I'm waiting for the whistle back. <laughs> I, I, I thought I, it was going to be Hawkeye. I, I thought yeah. Hawkeye was going to come back and whistle back. That's what I expected mm. to have happen. And instead, mm. it was stupid Valentina. Look, I, I just don't like. I like Julia Louis Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Like me too. I like Seinfeld. I like her character there. I've heard great things about her and Veep. She's good in that. Yeah. I can't stand her character as far as how they've introduced her so far. But I do think that's on purpose. Seems, I, I don't know. Is the character supposed to be annoying and turn viewers away? If so, kudos, you accomplished it. Because I enough. can't stand. I was like, oh, not this chick again, coming up and like talking about she's allergic to the to the Midwest or whatever the crap she said. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, now where we're we gonna go? Oh, oh, okay. She's saying Hawkeye killed Black Widow. Okay, great. Now it's just even worse. You know, it's bad enough they showed her face and then they just made it worse with this weird little stupid twist. Well, I, you know what? I, I, and this is this is where this movie goes. I think sometimes is this this movie had basically COVID all over it, right? Like it was supposed okay. to come out sooner. Like was this something they, like what that scene would not have made any sense to people, or not at least to the same extent it does now. If there wasn't Falcon and the Winter Soldier first, yeah, clearly so it was I'm, shot in post. I mean that right. Was so added. I wonder. <laughs> so I'm wondering if there was originally another end credit scene because Marvel, of yeah. course, puts end credit scenes on everything. So. And, and just, the movie just came out, so I'm assuming we'll probably hear more as the days trickle on and they mm-hmm. don't mind kind of spoilery stuff revealing, yes, this was done in post, or yeah. there was originally a different scene that would have tied into et cetera, et cetera, yeah. given the COVID stuff. But I see what you're saying. And I, I, I'm wondering, and it almost seems like they're like, well, shit, we got to put something in there, you know what I mean? And that might be kind of mm-hmm. it. I don't, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised is what I'm getting at. I agree with you. Like... <laughs> that's the problem is we got we got used to the Infinity Saga that always had Thanos at the end credits scene and we're like oh yeah that's so awesome <laughs> I, I mean that's gone now you know and, and until we get to Galactus or something else like that it's not going to be to the same extent so I, I, but I agree with you 100% and it's like when is I know we've got three more movies coming out mm-hmm. but when are they going to start teasing whoever the next Thanos is you know what I'm saying like okay yeah. you just had Black Widow mm-hmm. are you going to tease it in Loki I doubt you're going to do it on Disney Plus right are you going to tease it maybe in Shang-Chi maybe I, the Eternals yeah. the Eternals seems like Eternals, the natural yeah. fit for me agreed I would think mm-hmm. when Eternals hits it'll be like oh it's going to be you know that is nice to do another Marvel movie Galactus in a month though or, wow yeah 
I forgot who the other rumor is that it's possibly uh, Ka- uh, Kang is Kang the Destroyer. Doom's yeah. come out too. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but either, but either those way, are the three yeah. main names I keep hearing thrown yeah. around. But anyway, yeah, I, I get I get with you. It's it's kind of thrown stuff off. Same thing with you know Scarlet Witch. You know, mm-hmm. and it's tie into the next Doctor Strange multiverse. Movie. Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. But I, you know, I mean, credit where credit's due. At least they're they're still cranking stuff out and and trying to make it as interesting as they can. But you know, I, that there's, yeah, I'm with you. And I, again, I think Valentina is supposed to be annoying and who knows why. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know anything about her. Right, you're right. So they're succeeding. And I, I don't want them to get to the point where they turn people off. Like she does said. not seem like, again, not a big comic reader, but I have, mm. I did do some research on her after, um, uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. You're right. And it does not seem like she's exactly on character. Um, with kind of, she, the character in the comic kind of reminds me of, and I know it's the same. Uh, no, it's not the same terminology. Sorry, uh, the Baroness from um, GI Joe. Like mm-hmm. she kind of reminds me more of that type of character from okay. kind of what I've seen in the comics. But okay. anyway, I digress. Anyway, yeah. I was not I, pleased with the end credit scene because that's the Marvel thing, man. The end right. credit scene, and we only got one, and it started off as very touching. I was like, "Oh, this is great!" They'll somehow incorporate something. Nick Fury's going to show up or something. I don't know who it's going to be. I had a bunch of things running through my mind. Who are we mm-hmm. going to see? And then it was like, "Oh, oh not her. come on!" Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> it was a very it. like Disney Plus end credit scene versus like a movie right. end yes, credit scene, yes, right? That's like a very just good take, furthering yeah. the plot. But I will I think, say. Oh, sorry. Please go. I was going to say, Clint. I think you're right, though, that it's it has it, it's just like the COVID effect, right? Because like this was supposed to come out before we saw any of the Disney Plus movies, right? Right. It, and the reason I think it's not Disney Plus and it is a movie format, just to posit a theory for you know for Joey's question, is it's supposed to be kind of like wrapping up her story. Where mm-hmm. I think the point of a Disney Plus movie is to advance the plot and give you new That's characters to build your new Avengers or your new okay. whatever it's going to be, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think the timing and the placement and just the fact that it's kind of delayed so long I would, did not help it. Because um, mm-hmm. I think we got that shortly after Spider-Man. Um, and it was just like, oh, wow, well, you get to see kind of this fun plot hole between mm-hmm. when we saw her and then when she was blonde and had the vest and everything. I think it would have played better than if we gotten some of these pretty good, you know, they, there are issues with some of the shows, but like pretty good advancements of the plot into this this next sure. phase. And then we're kind of going backwards to go to this. So they're trying to fit it into that now. And it's it's a little clunky in some places. But I just like Meg hope this is not the last we see of um Elena. Elena. No chance. No I chance. don't think so. Yeah. No. I think they've been waiting, frankly, to to tease anything about Hawkeye until this yeah. came out. I right. think that is now we're going to find out more. And and then I hope that's a bridge into the movies. Like I hope she mm-hmm. becomes one yeah. of the new wave of Avengers, if we want to call it that. Sure. Yep. Um, since that's obviously something that's going to be kind of built up back again to fight the big bad at the end, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm hoping to is we don't see the end of her. But it's like Meg said, I really enjoyed her character. I think, too. I think she's kind of universally loved like from yeah. everything i've seen online everyone's like she's the bright spot but she was such this. a she was such a bitch at the beginning <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like jesus cut her a break you know like she was always on uh natasha's ass about everything and i'm like you know like we we know enough even just watching her that like it's a shitty situation to be in and you kind of got to look out for yourself and i mean you know the whole family thing and i get any anyway just the thought but yeah i agree she yeah she's some of the best lines like oh that's a cool way to die oh this isn't a cool way yeah. to die <laughs> yes <laughs> 
See, I, th- I, think- I don't know. The thing I put on, the thing I, the thing that gave me some grace with her about that, though, is that I think she truly thought that Natasha knew that the big bad guy was still out there and she had mm. just moved on with her life. Where yeah. it seems mm-hmm. Natasha really did not know that he was still, t- you know, pulling the strings behind the scenes. Right, because they had so many more, you know, <laughs> issues to deal with, you know, yeah. one of them being her violating the Scovia Accords and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Because, you know, with her quote-unquote blowing him up and killing him which obviously we know she didn't do that was her segue into shield so now all of a sudden she's got them telling her what she needs to be focusing on them for the most part calling the shots telling her what things she's going to do what things she's going to focus on so she thinks she's killed him nobody's told her anything different of course she's going to move on and not think about it anymore yeah yeah um i by the way this is this is a very very minor complaint I was anno- and, and and I'm not saying this is wrong either. I was kind of hoping like the big bad guy and I I don't remember his name now. Um Drakeoff. Thank you, Drakeoff. Yeah. Would have been a recognizable actor. You know. Well, I, it was. It was Ray uh uh Winstone. Is oh no, it's William Hurt, like... wasn't it? No. No. no I think William Hurt. I think it, yeah. Ray Ray Winstone is a yeah, Ray pretty Winstone. well-known, I would say character actor. See, I didn't know um, anything about him. He doesn't actually my, look like me. himself very much in here. Like, he doesn't. Yeah, but he's he's pretty he's a pretty established actor. Yeah, and I'm not saying he did a bad job. Yeah. I'm not saying that. In fact, he did a good job. But I just was expecting a reveal of something. You know, somebody fun to just because that's kind of how these things go. But um, he did a fine job. You know, like I said, as he he didn't. It wasn't an error on his part that I wanted him out. It was more just an expectation of my own based on previous experiences. Nate, I think you were the, about to say something too. Yeah, because that was sorry. the first time we saw Drakeoff too, right? Like, we've heard rumors or we've heard mentions of him. So, right. him him not getting, yeah, him not being a household face, I think, hurt it a little bit in in the sense that like sure. it could have been something a little bit extra they could have thrown in there, be like, oh shit, that's who he was, you know? Like, mm-hmm. maybe if there was like some kind of inkling in, in the previews or even in previous movies, like hinting towards who Drakeoff was, it almost felt like. And this is unfortunate is that it felt like the Black Widow story was, again, always going to be a side behind the scenes character piece that was like an afterthought, which is not fair. I don't I don't think it was fair to the character at all to to kind of be pushed around like this. But mm-hmm. I'm glad that she's getting her shine. It, sound, it looks like there's going to be more Black Widow movies because the Widow survived, you know, the oh, like okay. they're free. And now, you know, dad's back as the guardian. Mom is, you know, she's a super scientist. And then all the widows came back and, you know, they got in the airplane. So I feel like whatever happens with Hawkeye and Yelena, that's just going to lead into Black Widow 2, whatever that means. You know, like mm-hmm. there's no way they're going to stop making movies like this. And I, I think it's it's a great idea for them to continue to pursue this. Well, what if they did a series, like a, a Disney Plus series on Black Widow? Either way, I'd be happy with yeah. it. Yeah. Like going out and finding it. the others yeah. and like what that looks like. and mm-hmm. Or how... them doing Jason Bourne or Jack Ryan type of stuff. Every yep. every episode where it's episodic, so it's not one big arc. You know, they could have, you know, just a closed end, a closed loop. Every episode would be, you know, a different, almost like Charlie's Angels type right. of thing. Mm-hmm. I right. think that would be actually a pretty cool concept. Yeah. Um, just wanted to touch real quick back on the whole Taskmaster thing. Yeah. So I think that so my my knowledge of a taskmaster extends really just from the video games so playing the spider-man games oh, okay 
uh, he does these side quests and it's just like you're basically it, it talks about the mimicry so doing a little bit of research on the Taskmaster character himself he does actually have it's like a program so he mm-hmm. does train other people right to from the things that he learns so he mimics mm-hmm. the heroes he trains other people to also mimic the heroes so this is not a completely out of the stretch where the taskmaster is another program that Drakoff was doing whereas the taskmaster is a just a, a, something he bought or something he um he paid for for his daughter to be taskmaster but there's actually a real taskmaster somewhere else you know what i mean so there's more oh, okay. of him out there so this was one of many taskmasters or whatever you know like something like that I don't know how they're going to explain it. There's no way this character is done because this character is way too cool for yes. them to just be one and done in a uh, in a movie like this. So I think it was a great introduction to it. I saw on Twitter yesterday people were complaining like this isn't the Taskmaster. I'm like, you have to understand that, and I still don't get why people don't understand this. This has been like ten plus years of the MCU literally doing what they feel like would fit better on the screen in parallel with the comics. Right. So this, you know, and people need to understand that those comics you read are not going to be what you see on screen. Right. There will be some elements. There may be a lot of elements, but they are taking liberties with the MCU. And I, for one, am I'm a fan of that. I like that because it well, tells a different right. story and it, it, it gives me, it gives me more than, than what, you know, the comics would, would have. Given well, I mean, me. how many times in comic books have they done characters a different way? You know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like, absolutely. I mean, look at the yeah. X-Men. I mean, they've, how many different right. X-Men comics yeah. have there been over the right. years? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's always more about the characters and the interactions with other characters than it is about, um, you know, the actual thing. And I, and, and we knew that complaint was coming and I, you know, right. that's why I brought it up too is, you know, but, and that, that's almost a credit to Marvel too, because you're right. They have taken liberties and I think they've done wise to do that, but they've actually done a pretty good job trying to stay as close to the comics as they feel they possibly can. Right. Yeah. You but know? they're also thinking 10 steps down the line. Like right. they have yes. to Agreed. think about the Agreed. movie five movies from now. And obviously there's a specific reason that this character is the way that she is now. Let me, no. let me put it to you like this. So then I, I think it was just this week. There was the, the Feige and, um, Crap, what is his name? Um, Hugh Jackman interaction on Instagram. Is that right? Was that this week? Yeah, with okay. this clause. It was the yes, last week or this week, but very recent. past 10 days, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, I mean, I know people were like, oh my God, he's going to be Wolverine in the MCU, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm going to take my little fanboy approach here. I'm still waiting to see that five foot three mm-hmm. Wolverine. Right. Like, I want to see that because that's scrappy what he was in the comics. Scruffy. Right. Yeah. I mean, dude weighs 300 pounds because the skeleton's huge, but I mean, yeah. he still has to be a big guy, right? Looking yeah. at so, you, Danny DeVito. Yes. <laughs> get buff, Danny DeVito. Get yourself in shape. Not even yeah. get buff. He could be old Logan. Whatever. I don't care. But my point is <laughs> that, you know, I, 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 I would want to see that. Now, would I be disappointed if they went with Hugh Jackman again? A little. I'll be honest. Like, Hugh Jackman's great as Wolverine. He, he's embodied that character great. But. You know, it's Marvel now. We're not Fox anymore. So I'd like to see something new. Would I be like, right? But would I be upset? No. And would I understand? Yes. Would I go see the movies? No question. You know what I mean? So it, it, I, I get why there's people who who relate to these characters. Not, not Taskmaster is a bad example, but we'll bring the better (laughs) example. But they relate to these characters, and they, you know, they mean something, so they want them done right. Mm -hmm. But to Nate's point. Right doesn't mean match exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like I said, if Hugh Jackman's in, I'm cool with it. I'm not in love with it, but I'm cool with it. 
So what if it's a multiverse of... and Hugh Jackman mm. is training a younger, more scrappy, tiny version of himself? <laughs> uh, then I would, I would love that. I would nice. applaud Kevin Kevin Feige. I'd love that. It'd be great. So my, my mm-hmm. but that's my point in the Taskmasters. Just people, and I mean, yeah. we all know, and we know from the Star Wars universe and just any other fanboy kind of thing that people just need to let things go sometimes and oh, enjoy them for what they are. They're going to find something to complain about is the thing. Like right. from the moment that we saw the first uh, shots of Taskmaster, like his, his face doesn't look like a skull enough. Like there's always right. something to complain right. about. Right. Uh, you know, so people are gonna, people who, who are uh, inclined to complain are going to find a reason. Yeah. I don't think they should take that in one and particular thought. And I know, yeah. and, and Marvel, yeah, and I, I but, but to, and it also the credit though, they take that into consideration. They're not mm-hmm. just saying, well, fuck the comics. We're going to do our own thing. Like yeah. they've never Fox has, <laughs> but <laughs> but Marvel never has. So um, I like, and this goes back to even the movies versus the TV shows. I have preferences, and I think there's better maybe even hindsight twenty twenty. But I trust Marvel with what they're doing. I think I this is a good. It technically Spider Man kicked off Phase Four, but I think this is a good second kickoff mm-hmm. to movie Phase Four. You know, not looking at the Disney Plus series, but I think it's a good yeah. kickoff, and I think we're going to be inundated over the next, you know, several months with three more movies. And God, so I think we're yeah. going to be feeling yeah. pretty good about things. We have we have many uh, podcast topics built in for for the upcoming future. It's going to be weird actually having like our podcast actually be what it was originally supposed to be about <laughs> pop culture pop versus culture trying content. to like yeah versus yeah. doing the color green or whatever. Pulling but yeah, it um, it's going to be interesting. But um, so let me ask you guys this. I, I know we kind of got to get things wrapped up here a little bit. Um, where would you rank this movie in in the, in the MCU? About the middle. About the middle. Okay. Yeah, about the middle. Uh, you know, I and I I think I'm with you. I think I might put it the lower half of the middle. Not because I didn't like it. It's just I think I like those other ones so much more. And I think Joey and you and I have very similar tastes. Like I loved um, you know Guardians and I loved uh, the Ragnarok and I mean I love Ant Man. So yeah, because um, I would I would do the same. I'd I'd put probably the first Ant Man. I don't know about the second one. Probably put the first Ant Man, first Guardians, all the Avengers movies, the first Thor, the third Thor, all the Captain America movies, probably Iron Man one and even yes Iron Man three. Um, <laughs> Black Panther, Doctor Strange. I mean, I, th- like I said earlier, there's right. at least ten movies right. I would put over this one. Right, but the, but and I'm with you, and I think we're saying the same thing. That doesn't mean it's bad. Doesn't mean we don't right. like it. Doesn't mean I won't watch it again. I'm, I will own it on Blu-ray to keep my collection complete. It's not like I'm done with the MCU because of it. It just wasn't my favorite. So I agree in part with you guys. I guess is what I'll say. Um, I think the movies that all rank highest for me are like team origin story movies sure. or something that advances or uh, enhances the team, right? Mm-hmm. So all the Avengers movies, Guardians of the Galaxy, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But this sits somewhere in the realm, maybe even slightly higher than Doctor Strange for me, like single character origin stories. Okay. Um, so like Thor was maybe not Thor and Thor 2. I kind of put it in like a box somewhere. <laughs> Thor 3, Ragnarok's still above this because it's so funny and it's like so, it's so personable and I just love those characters. But Ant-Man, you know, Doctor Strange, it's in like that realm for me, but on the higher end of that realm. Okay. Where you get more uh, detail about a character's backstory, what motivates Mm -hmm. them, where they've come from, and then what they're moving on to next. And I like how this fits into like the Avengers, the overall Avengers story as well. So I think it's probably in like the top half of the middle. But okay. behind all of the, you know, full team origin stories are the ones like the Avengers that advance the the team. Great. Nate? I would put this movie in the top ten of my Marvel movies. 
I don't know exactly where it would fit in, but um, like it's not, it's not a Iron Man one. It's not a Black Panther, you know. But it's it's pretty high up there for me in terms of of of, uh, of Marvel movies. I just really enjoyed it. I'm sure there's things that I'm missing. Like I gotta watch it again, and you know, watch it again and again and again Mm -hmm, until we. uh, There's just it's it was really good to me. I really really enjoyed it, and I'm gonna I'll absolutely watch it again. Well, that makes sense with your with your high ranking and I mean highest ranking of Winter Soldier. So it makes total sense. Yes. And, yeah, and I, I, that type I, of movie. Yeah. Yep. I can't I can't read it up. I liked it. I did. It's just not the highest in my opinion. Same. Joey, do you have any other hot takes you want to share? Uh, Clint is ugly. That's not, <laughs> no, that's that's not, not really a hot take. take. That's like just that. general knowledge. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just ruined the whole thing. And it's more fugly than ugly, but either way. <laughs> <laughs> no, just... Um, it, the ones I said that I think the end credit scene was a huge letdown, and I think it would have served better as a as a series over a, over a movie. I do have one more hot take, and 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 I know I've spit out a couple here again. I just want to reiterate: I like the movie. I look forward to seeing it again. Um, I did not like the remix of uh, Teen Spirit. That was at the beginning the front of the front scene. Yes, yeah. Mm. I did not like it. I the the tone matched with what they were going for, but I wish they would have done their own song. Versus a Nirvana cover. Right. Because I'm like sitting there singing the words and I'm like, I don't feel good doing this. It would be weird. <laughs> I feel dirty. Yeah, it's like I, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. And and again, the tone, the like the the music, the music itself was appropriate and mm-hmm. on. But they just didn't need to cover Smells Like Teen Spirit. Right. I, you know, I will give you one more quick hot take because this is something Nate and I talked about too offline that I'll I'll mention since I didn't mention it earlier. I felt too much of the movie was predictable. And I don't know no. if I was the only one. No. But That's for I, sure. Like Nate was saying, I knew they had like changed Face faces. Yep. And I don't know when everybody else figured it out. But when his daughter supposedly blew up, I said, that's Taskmaster. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was the moment. <laughs> like, she's definitely like, not dead. <laughs> like, right. like yeah. the light bulb just automatically went off. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's who Taskmaster is going to be. And mm-hmm. that was fairly early on in the movie. And some people may have caught it before then. Some people may have not caught it at all. And may have been just shocked when it was revealed. But that, that was probably my last hot well, take. It was a little too predictable. Right. Well, and the, the, the fact that you know Natasha lives unscathed, you know, by default, yeah. it had to be predictable. You know what I mean? Right. But, but some of the... And I could overlook that. Some of the other stuff, though. Yes. They agreed. didn't have to make that predictable. But No, no. And I, 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 was, I, I, I wasn't as spot on, but I'm like, she's not dead. Come on. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you knew the minute, even when you looked at her in the building, you're like, well, she's not dead if we're talking about it, you know? Yeah. Um, what about you, Nathaniel? What's up? Do you have any, uh, any hot takes? Any hot, hot takes? Um, no, any I, negatives? like I said, like, I, I enjoyed it. I thought, again, there was, there, yeah, there's definitely things that kind of threw me off a little bit. Like, the whole, the whole Red Guardian thing, like again, it's just they they touch on these they they introduce these characters that I really want more of. Like yeah. I really want to know more about the Red Guardian. Like we could yes. get a backstory for him, like a whole movie yeah. or like a series again, on his yeah. series that could have been a whole yeah. the Prison Break could have been a whole yeah, the episode, break could have been a whole and that would have been so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah, one I didn't really hot take. Um, I didn't know. I don't know how I felt with the Red Hopper. Because he basically was Hopper from the No, oh, yes, yes, you were. Um, read and he was basically Hopper. a punchline the whole time. And I, I, he was. I, yeah, and that's I why wanted I, more from him. Yes. Like, he was like a walking depth. dad joke the entire time. Yes, he was. He was. He was. And that's yeah. why it, it, I'm glad you guys said that. Because, yeah, I'd like to see him 
serious or more badass. I mean, he was mm-hmm. badass in that prison, right? But at the right. same time, the rest of the time he was just for humor. And don't get me wrong, that's that's David Harper's role. He does a great right. job of it. But they called it his wrong name. Sorry. Uh, but he, uh, I'd like to see him actually be a badass and actually contribute more than just fighting Taskmaster. Anyway. Yeah. I wanted more character development from him. Like, even the part where, like, he didn't have the headset, and so, like, three different times he was trying to tell Natasha how he felt, and then in the end he's like, I would just mess it up. I mean, it was funny. But, like, I I actually wanted him to get to deliver that message and, like, have it be genuine. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I get it. Like, it it fit with his character. But hopefully, I mean, the, the potential's there for the Black Widow's Disney yes. Plus TV yes. show. That's what yes. I'm going to yep. say. <laughs> yep. He's with them, so it makes sense. Anyway. There are a lot of characters that have plot points that can move forward from yeah. here. Excellent. Um, that, that's sure. what makes the MCU so great. I mean, I'm hoping it's going you know, long past when I'm dead so my kids can enjoy it because it's, it's great. Yep. And it's good storytelling. Going all the way back to the beginning of this podcast, a good storytelling will live on. Yep. That's true. It's very true. Yeah. Wrap it up, B. That was Wrap it up, B. Spoiler-filled <laughs> discussion about really the Black Widow. really want one of those boxes. <laughs> we're very sorry if you did listen to us and are now spoiled for the Black Widow. That is your fault. You it's your fault. fault. You had fair you warning. Were it's warned. Your fault. Yeah. There were so many um, places you could have turned it off. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again. Uh, hopefully, if you've watched it, please share your thoughts with us on Twitter uh, or Instagram uh, when this episode goes live. Let us know what you thought about the movie. We're really curious as to uh, to see what everyone else thought. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, where would you rank it? Yes, you yeah, Meg. Listening. I'm sorry, I didn't ask. Where would you rank it? Yeah. No, Meg did. I think I did. Oh, Meg too. Yeah, right. Just, uh, top, top, middle. Yeah, you said that. Uh, behind the, the uh, teams, in front of the single. Or you throw me off, Nate. Good job, <laughs> killing me. God. Your Canadian I'm happy to reiterate, reiterate though. Your Canadian <laughs> politeness is not making uh, making my head work right. <laughs> I'm used to us Americans who are rude and assholeish. It's true. It's true. I'm just kidding. You guys are the best. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Sometimes. There you go. It's fair. Sometimes, kind of. So, Meg, where can we find you on Twitter or Instagram or any other social? Yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me at Mountain Meg Thirteen. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Meg Stalker, which is just my name because that's how I that's how my I name. way back when just I got a name. Twitter account just way long ago. Um, and you can actually find me also at Just The Backs um, on Instagram. <laughs> I came out Amazing. of a This Week in Funko discussion with Sully several weeks back uh, about how for folks who are inbox collectors, they never get to see the backs of their pops. And I was like, what if we had an account that was just the backs of characters like pops or any other collectibles? So that's happening now. I post once a day. And you can, she mentioned it briefly, she is part of Geek Together on Thursday nights, uh, twitch.tv slash Geek Together as part of the This Week in Funko. I don't, I don't want to call it a podcast, but it, it's the show. It's just we'll like call a stream. We do a, yeah. day, a weekly news stream about all the stuff that's come out from Funko and Loungefly typically um, over the last week. And there's, boy, they give us plenty of content every week. There's never, yeah, especially there's never lately, a dull they week. Have been, so. It's like COVID's over because they're just cranking them out like oh, nobody's man. business. Yep. So we'll have anyway. to talk about in the, the coming weeks, too, with Fun TV on Monday and everything else. So oh, we have a good damn, time there. Yes, Fun TV happening. Yeah. Fun TV. Lots, lots to catch up on next week. Hashtag get them, Gator. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yes, as always, you can follow us and find us, The Dorksman, at um, Twitter and Instagram at the underscore Dorksman. That is us. Uh, you can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com. Clint, are you back to Tuesday Nintendo night? I am. This week will Woo-hoo. be uh, 3D Super Mario 3D World. I finally got Mario Kart again, by the way. Excellent. So I was going to tell you it was going on sale one. afterwards. So, all right, good, good, good. <laughs> when are we back. playing golf? I bought golf, Clint. We played it last week. Son of a... <laughs> you got to wait for your next next rotation next, now. Got to go around again, Five man. weeks from now or whatever. Yep. 
How did I miss last week? What was I doing? I don't. I cannot speak for you, sir, but we did play it last week. I'm horrible at it, so don't worry. You'll be just fine. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you again for listening. Uh, we appreciate the support. Make sure you're following us and letting continue to in- interact with us on uh, Twitter and whatnot. We love to hear from you guys. Ask the Dorksman questions. Keep those coming. Thank you, Meg, for being a part of the show again today. Thanks uh, for having love, me. Yeah, we love, love having here. you on. We'll definitely have you on again. I'm sure there will be more Marvel movies and more things to <laughs> chat with you about in the future. Again and again and again. Definitely. And again. I'm not complaining. Yeah. Yes, absolutely not. Uh, Joey, Clint, anything else before we close this one out? No, nope. yeah. I think we're good. All right. Well, with that, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Urine is 35 degrees Celsius. <laughs> I'm feeling marvelous. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.